Successful people build habits, not just goals. Some people believe, some researchers think, the desire drives us. But there's a surprising amount of controversy in the literature, some back and forth in the science, about how likely people are to work without goals. How do habits and goals interact? What is involved in getting someone to get up in the morning and exercise first? Is that a habit, a goal, or willpower? How do these things interact? It's probably a little bit of all of them. But it's mostly a habit. People act on practices, but still interpret their behavior as goal-oriented. So many people became convinced that habits aren't necessary. Habits don't explain human experience helpfully. But recognizing that if you are trying to change a behavior, anything that really involves repetition, then habit-changing mechanisms will need to be applied. A great example of this is the anti-smoking campaigns. Anti-smoking campaigns are one time when many governments took practical steps to help us control unwanted behavior. They taxed cigarettes and smoking in public places. They removed queues, so you can't find cigarettes on most store shelves anymore. You have to ask somebody. By changing queues and adding friction, we cut smoking from 50% of the population all the way down to where it is now, approximately 15%. By addressing the things that change habits, we can show that goals aren't necessary to drive behavior. Instead, people can come up with their motivations after habits are formed. Our belief in the powers of introspection is closely tied to what we see as the story of our lives. Both the lure of experience and consciousness contribute to this misunderstanding that habits are not necessary for human behavior. Habits are always there. They're always underneath what we're choosing to do. But we need to intervene and do something more thoughtful every once in a while. So there are all kinds of different mental models that we can choose to integrate into the systems of our thought. By changing our habits, we can help us understand how to better define ourselves. Habits are actions that we do automatically in response to cues. So we've associated that cue with doing that thing, like buckling our seatbelt automatically when we get in the car. So our being in the car is the signal and our buckling up is the habit. These habits, these automatic experiences, automatic processes that we do, when we experience that cue, the habit happens without us thinking about it very much. Those cues can be anything, from seeing a note on the fridge to having just done another activity. When we're trying to make change in our life, these cues are the piece that is often overlooked. We talk about habits, but we ignore cues. 
A habit isn't just a thing we do. It's the also cues that make us do it. What seems like the obvious way for us to build and change what we are doing isn't always so durable. In 2015, a study in the UK showed that reminders from apps could increase the likelihood that we would do something at that moment. But it'll also work against that thing becoming an automatic habit. Why is this? Why don't alarms and reminders work in the formation of habits? When we rely on a reminder, we can't form a natural habit. There's no reason for the practice to become automatic because our phone will tell us when and what to do. Research says we can do stuff to be better at making habits. One strategy is known as piggybacking. This is where we choose to pile one activity on top of another practice that we're already in the habit of doing. The habits we already have can serve as the cue to do another one. For example, a study in the British Journal of Health and Psychology found that people trying to get into flossing their teeth could piggyback the habit of tooth flossing onto tooth brushing. Furthermore, they had more success with the habit when flossing was done after brushing than floss before, because the teeth brushing became the cue to floss. Now, how long does it take to pick up a routine? There's much advice that says we can form a habit in just 21 days. But research says that there's no set timeline for a routine to truly set in. It often takes longer than three weeks, but it can vary widely from person to person. For example, one 2010 study tracked how automatic a particular habit became for people over 12 weeks. Then, researchers used that information to approximate how long it would take for the practice to become fully automatic for each participant. And the results ranged from only 18 days to a year. They also found that occasionally missed days didn't doom the habit. You don't have to be perfect to make a change to experience life in ways that make you happy. You need to stick with it. Never underestimate how vital that cue is. In 2012, a study found that students who often went off to sports events talked louder when researchers showed them a picture of their stadium. Talking loudly in the stadium counted as a habit. Just seeing a picture of the place was enough to cue it. Cues can be the key, the key to breaking a bad habit. When your routine is disrupted, is an excellent time for habit breaking. For example, when you move to a new home or start a new job, it's the perfect time to break that expensive cafe habit, especially if you aren't walking by it every day, to and from the office. So what does research tell us about making a new habit? First, we need to think 
about what habits we want to incorporate into our daily lives. We need to pick a thing or a place or event that we encounter every day. Then we can tie that to a habit that we are going to build. Every time we meet with this cue, we can choose to enact new our habit. Some goal-setting advice might encourage you to vary your some goal-setting advice might encourage you to vary your routine to keep it interesting. But when forming habits, it's best to keep it consistent with patterns because the patterns are the cue. With time and repetition, it will become automatic. You just have to have the motivation to stick with it until you don't need the motivation anymore. If you want to understand how your mind works and learn all kinds of new things, subscribe to our guides and we'll enjoy going over more with you next time.